Hey everybody and welcome to a very special Big Brother Canada 4 postseason show with the one, the only, Joel. Start getting your guys' questions to us right now with hashtag YRRLive or you can leave them in the chat room. If you want to check out any of our past shows with uh, jury members or pre-jury, head over to yourrealityrecaps.com slash bbcan. Uh, if you are watching this back on YouTube, you can click on these buttons, thumbs up and subscribe, iTunes five-star rating and a nice review. And lastly, if you want to help support our shows, keep us bringing you this stuff, consider becoming a patron. And here's Joel. Joel, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Still very overwhelmed. It's still very weird being out of the house, knowing how long I was there for, but, uh, getting a lot of good love and support from people. So it's all good. Joel, I tried to wear a bandana for you. Uh, I ended up looking like this gay cowboy. I apologize. That's fine. I honestly, from everything that I've seen on social media with my bandana, apparently it doesn't really suit me very well either. But whatever, it became one of my staples in the house. Now, is it true that your mother hates the bandana? My mother absolutely despises the bandana. If she had her way right then and there for the family visit, she would have ripped it off and threw it in that pit. And I'm sure she wishes there was a big fire in there that she could have gotten rid of it. But, oh well. Well, Joel, chat room loves it. Sunny, uh, Sunny Sky says, I love a gangsta Joel. I, she loves it. She hey, loves a gangster. It's not Joel. something you see every day. Everybody, when they look at me and I think how they perceive me on the show, they were like this nice, likable guy who doesn't have any sort of a badass side to him. So this is just a little bit of an alter ego. Oh, so that's what the bandana is about. It is an alter ego bandana. It, it's, it's more of like a don't take any crap from anybody kind of thing. Whenever I wear this, it uh, makes me tougher. It's, it's more of the, the hard-nosed Joel as opposed to the soft Joel that a lot of people saw for the most part in the house. All right, now, Joel, you know we do comedic recaps. Yes. I have to give you a little bit of shit about one thing. Of course. I don't know if you're going to come off as hard when you're doing pew, 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 pew. Ah, yeah, I suppose. It's a little <laughs> weak and yet you, you got to put it sideways, right? That's the like, that's the way you know that somebody's for real. You point it sideways, that's a kill shot. That's like, all right, I'm coming for you. <laughs> I just found out that the correct way to hold a gun is to not have your finger on the trigger. It's all yeah. right. Never knew it. I don't own guns, so I didn't know. Joel, I'm also going to help you out here. You need a t-shirt with the silhouette of you doing it. Yes. And then you need to call it like hashtag kill shot. Hashtag freak yeah, I... show. Hashtag freak show. I got I to gotta get some uh, creative people, some design people to start one of those campaigns and just start bidding on a shirt like that. That'd be awesome. Uh, Joel's Twitter is right here at Joel BB can any graphic designers who want to help Joel out for free because you enjoyed him on the show tweet him and let him know. Uh, speaking of bandanas, I just had a genius idea. Uh, the number one fan on this show, Joel, is going to get, um, an autograph that you've already signed, uh, that you did with Dana in the house, so don't okay. worry. Uh, that's okay. what the number one fan is going to get. Uh, I'm also gonna give away a bandana signed hmm. by Liz and Julia that still has a piece 
of their hair on it. <laughs> oh my god. So, um, the number one fan, you can pick if you want the bandana or, um, the autographed picture of Joel, um, and I'll give one away to anybody who shares the show. And of course, you guys know, share the show. Sideways, tweet it, do it, do all of it, and start giving us your questions for Joel. Joel, number one question that I feel like we've gotten for you, and I think maybe uh, Dana asked it to you, too, when uh, we were in the house. It comes from Jade-Eyed Monster, and this is a very serious question, Joel. Who is a better kisser, Nikki or Mitch? Um, I'm gonna say Mitch, just because Mitch actually, like, let me in and let me kiss, even though he's had a long-time boyfriend who, um, he's gonna be with, who he's been with for, like, nine years, and Nikki didn't even, like, she just turned away and didn't even let me kiss her, even though she agreed to marry me in the first place. Like, what's up with that? Marriages are supposed to be about sharing and caring and physical contact, and I'm not allowed to have any of that with Nikki. Like, come on. Now, we worked for you yesterday, Joel. We had Nikki on yesterday. Okay. We asked her about this relationship. We said, (laughs) when are you going to make it official? And she said, maybe not right now. However, Joel, (laughs) she loves you. Loves you. Nikki is Team Joel all the way. She had nothing but nice things to say about how much she truly loves you as a person outside of the game and inside the game. Well, perhaps inside of the game, she could have kept the Joel's My Winner thing to herself until when she went into jury when nobody there knew about it. Because I don't know that a lot of people saw me as potentially a jury threat. And they're like, okay, well, Joel's for sure got another vote in his pocket right there. But what are you going to do? So do you feel like that was a turning point in the game for you when things started getting exposed more when Nikki kind of put that out there on the way out the door? I mean, I don't think it ever helps when somebody like Nikki who wears her emotions on her sleeve says things like that. But I don't think it was like the number one thing that really um, started screwing my game over. I think once the wheels started going in motion where my game started to fall apart was in the hot tub area right after Nikki had been voted out. We were talking just about alliances and how proud we were that we all made it to Final Five. And Tim was the one who outwardly said, oh, by the way, I have this alliance called The Freak Show. We're, me and Cass just looked at each other and we're like, we had kept such a good job of keeping our alliance under wraps until that point where nobody had a clue what was going on and who my true allegiances were to. So that was kind of the start of things. I was still in a good position at that point where... I was going to survive, and I knew Kelsey was going to go after that other side, but that definitely didn't help my case. Now, have you watched, I know you've only been out of the house days, but have you watched any of the show back? I've watched up until the second eviction when it's between Shari and LaVita. So I was uh, pleasantly surprised the fact that Shari, in the first week of the show, was actually trying to get me out, and I really needed to get that safety for the week, and that really saved me. Otherwise, I could have potentially been out very early. Well, I bring it up because I'm interested to see when you watch this hot tub scene back where Tim outs the Threak Show, Joel. I was like, Joel, actor... Yeah. You could have popped up a sign behind your head. 
Like, Your whole face changed. I was like, Joel, Joel, it's I all know. over your face. But you did play it off. Um, I think you played it off well at that point. And I know you haven't seen um a lot yet, but Cassandra and I think Tim kind of turning on you, um, they really were working. They really wanted to keep you at that point. And I think even the day or two after, their decision didn't come to turn on you right away. Um, You know it came from the popcorn challenge. Now, what, Joel, as a fan of the game, we're all super fans here. Communication, most important part, Joel. For sure. Yep. No, do you regret nope. anything about not like making them feel safer in the house? Okay, here's here's the thing, and y- there was some mistakes that I made, but there was some stuff that I've heard from fans that they don't know about that had happened that wasn't shown on the show. So, uh, at the be obviously we knew at that point Tim and Cassandra were on the block, so the only way to keep all three of us safe for one hundred percent certainty is for me to win the veto, me to use the veto on one of them. That way we control the votes. Right. So. I went to uh, Tim and Cassandra in the morning when I knew it was the veto competition and said, Tim, Cassandra, if it comes down to some sort of an elimination competition where uh, it can be down to maybe me and you at the end, obviously, like, it makes perfect sense. You guys throw the veto to me and then we're good to go. So it was a very short conversation that I'd had with Tim and Cassandra. They were obviously like, yeah, of course, 100% if it happens to be that way and the the stars align and that's that kind of a competition then we're for sure going to do that so it was a very quick like one or two minute conversation about here's the plan if it's this kind of a competition the comp- we get to the competition and obviously Kelsey and the brothers think that I'm really really in with them I'm the middle person that everybody thinks is in so tight with everybody so Kelsey and uh, the brothers are talking about helping themselves out in this competition I'm in on it as well and I'm like yeah 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 sure we're going to help each other out with this. And I was playing to them that not only was it a movie competition, I was an actor, that I would love a prize like this. It would mean more to me than anybody else in the house. But I would also like to prove that I could be a competitor in the house. So uh, we had talked with Kelsey and with uh, Nick and Phil, and particularly Phil because he was competing in that, that mm-hmm. uh, they should help me out in this competition. So I was sitting back when I was talking to them about, like, let's help each other out, that every single person there was going to help me win this competition because Kelsey and uh, Phil legitimately were like, okay, Joel's on my side. If he wins the veto, he's not going to use it. But on the other side, Tim and Cassandra were like, Joel's been in with us for so long, so he is going to use the veto. So it was me just assuming that everybody was going to help me out in that competition. And there was a point that I don't think was shown on the show where in the first uh, part of that competition... Phil actually gave me two of his uh, movie posters to help me finish that competition. So I was second to finish that first one, and that wasn't shown on the show. So I was like, once that happened, once Phil gave me a couple of his, I'm like, okay, this is working perfectly. Like, he is legitimately helping me out in this. Okay, so, uh, okay, because for us as the viewer, it seemed like, why when you went back into the house, we saw, like... Um, Tim flipping out like we were wondering Joe why are you not making them feel safer so basically you're saying uh, they were helping you out on the earlier round so you just assumed him was like yeah I'll help him out and he's helping me out and we're all good yes and honestly like the mistake that that I made was 
thinking once it got to that third round where all we needed to do was eliminate Phil, once I, we got to that point that Phil was still going to help me out and risk his life and his brother's life in the game. And that was the biggest mistake on my part was to just not see from the first two rounds that Tim was just crushing everybody else in there and to not uh, pull Tim aside when in between the in between the second round and the third round, not pull Tim aside and to say, Tim, um, you need to help me out in this one. Screw me playing the middle ground and being on one side or the other. There comes a point where I need to. You need to show your cards and who your allegiances are to. And it kind of when the numbers whittled down like that, you needed to show. You needed to pick a side essentially, and I didn't do that. I was just like, okay, everybody is still going to help me out in this one, and I I needed to just be like Tim. You're doing awesome at this one. Help me win this one. I, we'll, we can beat Phil, and then we're good. And then it doesn't matter. Once it's down to me and Tim, it, who cares what they think? Because I have the veto. There's nothing they can do to change that. Right. Um, speaking of Tim, uh, Giselle in the chat room wants to know, have you spoken with him, or have you had any conversation with him since the show to talk about all this? I have not. I tried to explain it to him on a couple of occasions afterwards because he was just like completely ignoring me uh, after that power veto competition because from what he saw he was like okay Joel is for sure working against me because he saw me talking to Phil and Kelsey so he sees it as like he's in with them 100% which from his angle I can uh, I suppose in that moment understand but um, I've tried to uh, lay it out to him that I was trying to work all angles and it just felt just it just felt like he wasn't interested in hearing what I'd had to say. He listened to me, obviously, but uh, I think deep down he was just like, yeah, he wasn't buying anything that I was saying. Um. Okay. Jomo uh, in the chat room wants to know, who from the Big Brother house um, do you feel that you will be the closest to now that the game is over? I think the closest person I'm going to be to is Levita. Levita is somebody who I saw as somebody who had my back the entire game, who was in there to play a game. I think a lot of people there weren't fans of the show and weren't playing uh, this as a board game. They were playing this as like a friendship type game, but Levita wasn't one of those people. And Levita was not only somebody who uh, could see it from a game standpoint, but Levita is somebody who I connected with really early on in the game and got to see a good soft side of Levita that I don't think a lot of people got to see in there. And I definitely, the way she acted in the house was something that I could definitely relate to. So I think Levita is somebody I'm going to be friends with for life. Okay. Now, uh, and we love, we love Levita. Is there any chance you do a Levita impersonation? Levita impersonation? I don't even know where to begin with that. I mean, she just kind of like, Oh, I mean, she cried a lot. <laughs> I think I'm going to make this a theme for everyone that comes on. They're going to have to okay. do a Levita impersonation. No, no, that's perfect. You answered it perfectly, Joel. Uh, we <laughs> Levita likes to come on and do impersonations. By the way, Nikki did impersonations of everyone you two yesterday okay. uh, on the show. You have to watch it. They were very funny. Um, now, Levita took a, a lot of heat for your nominations on the show. Is there anything now that you have, like, unedited, you can actually have the floor to say what you want to say about that week and those nominations? Do you feel like there's anything you want to clear up or anything? 
Well, with that nomination, I can definitely say that that was the first time in the game where there were more people that were opposed to that move that I made than there were people that were for it. And the reason that I went the route that I did was uh, I felt like I was in a pretty good spot at that point of the game. Like I was throughout that I was playing the middle role. And um, everybody, obviously, when you're head of household, comes to you to try to give you a pitch as to why they should not go on the block. And the pitch to from Raul, Jared, and Kelsey was, we, it was very general. It was, we have your back, I'll offer you security, and that's it. They, and the other side of the house, Maddie, Dallas, and Ramsey, gave me specifics. They said, okay, Joel, if you don't come after us, we're going to be fine with you. We don't have any issues with you. You're not on our radar. We're not going to put you up. We're not going to backdoor you. And at the same time, we are going after Kelsey, Jared, and Raul. So I was like, okay, that's perfect. That's specifics. And it's not the other side of the house was giving wishy-washy excuses that I thought they could turn around and be like, yeah, but we didn't say we were going to put you up. We said we'd offer you security or we would take care of you, and now we can't take care of you. So there was uh, that side of things. And at the same time, like I was the first one who coined the term unbreakable bond in my head of mm -hmm. household, they were the ones that were never separating. And I knew for 100% certainty that while the other side of the house, Dallas, Dallas, Maddie, and Ramsey were in an alliance, I knew that they had had a lot of blow-ups and that they were, they were volatile characters, so there were a lot more cracks on that side of the house. So that's why I went the route that I did. But there was definitely the only people that were really on board with me making that move were um, obviously Dallas, Maddie, and Ramsey. Everybody else, even the middle people, even my three show alliance, mm -hmm. weren't okay with that move. But I said I felt like that was the right move for my game at that point. Got it. And I don't mean, I should have told you this before the show, but Skype's a devil and we were having technical difficulties. I um, would love to get, you can talk as much as you want. Um, yep. The point of our show is I'm trying to get as many of the fan questions to you as I can. So Absolutely. I don't mean to seem like I don't care what you're saying. I'm just trying yep. to get as many of those fan uh, questions to you. Now, speaking of fans and why we're doing the show, Joel. Yes. <laughs> All season long, we have been doing live feed shows. We have been doing recaps, exit interviews. All along, you have had somebody who was the hugest fan of you in our shows. Oh, shucks. And it's Maximus Mom. So first, Joel, can you say hi to Maximus Mom? Hello, Maximus Mom. Thank you so much for all the love and support. Okay, and her question for you is, what was the worst part of Big Brother? And she's giving you choices. She's even giving you choices. Let's hear the choices. Slop for three weeks, okay. the confrontations, or um, uh, being eliminated. Oh, that's really hard. First off, for the record, I had lost... Uh, three competition. Well, I cheated on one, so that's why I was on slop for one week. I actually did slop for five weeks because I picked that uh, slop thing at the Power of Veto. So I did five weeks. Uh, the slop was not the worst part. It sucked after week four or five. Uh, that is really, really hard. The confrontations are obviously not my forte, as people could see from my last week in there. Um, I'll say getting eliminated just because. At that point in the game, I really felt like I was going, going to go all the way and win the game. And I felt like anybody in the end 
uh, at that point. If I had survived the vote with Cassandra, I think the only person that could have given me a run for their money in a Final Two situation was potentially Tim. But I knew he was always going to be on people's radars before me. So I knew that uh, if I was in the Final Two against Kelsey or Nick and Phil, I would have won. So that's the most frustrating thing is getting eliminated when you're in such a good spot and you know you have the votes to win. I I 100% think there are people that I hope from this season we get to see play, uh, play again. You are obviously one of them. I would love to see you and Cassandra play the game. Honestly, I know you're going to hate this. I would love to see you and Cassandra have to play as a team. So that Ooh. you're not allowed, well, not you, but so that Cassandra is not allowed to turn on you, and yeah. you two have to play the kind of like how the brothers played the game. I would almost like, I know, chat room is going to turn, let me get my flame suit on. Nobody <laughs> likes pairs playing together, but I would yeah. just, I would love to see you two play again together. Um, Angie Star 88 wants to know, if Cassandra didn't use the POV on Tim when the brothers were HOH, would you have voted to keep Tim? In that situation, I was planning to keep Tim just because I knew the brothers were the bigger threats in the house. They were the next biggest competition threats, and I knew the next people the only other people that stood a chance, I feel, against the brothers that could rival them in competitions was Tim. So um, in an ideal world, I wanted the brothers gone at that uh, final six and was hoping they couldn't win head of household. So if that happens, then I definitely would have cut Tim earlier, knowing I could get the brothers out at six and then maybe get Tim out at like five or four. But in that particular situation... I was like, okay, I I need to have the brothers out because the brothers are so in with Kelsey right now and they're the biggest comp threat. So uh, just so that somebody could compete against the brothers, I was wanting to keep Tim. Got you. Um, XOXO Feedsters over on Twitter wants to know, Joel, who are your favorite all-time BB, can uh, your favorite all-time BB players, Canada or U.S.? Okay, so uh, number one on that list would be Eric Stein, America's player all the way back in season number eight. I think that he was brilliant for somebody who was controlled by America throughout that season for him to get all the way uh, up to final five like he did, uh, not on gameplay, but on great strategy and somebody who was just a very great sociable person. Eric was uh, my number one for big brother players. Peter Brown from Big Brother Canada, great, great player. Also somebody who knew the game inside and out, was a huge super fan of the game and played really, really, really hard and just got got unlucky near the end that he just couldn't win comps like myself. So uh, those two and people like Ian Terry, people like uh, uh, McRae as well, people that are a little shy, socially awkward people. Okay. They're people that I definitely can connect with in my everyday life and as game players in there because we're always seen as kind of like the ones that stand out, not usually in a good way for most people. Right. <laughs> XOXO Feedsters <laughs> followed up and said, yes, Eric Stein and his dad Bob for BB-18. There know, you go. Joel, Eric Stein and many other people are going to be at the BB-18 premiere party in New York City. You That's should awesome. come. Get get in a car. Drive down. Pick up your been, Canadian friends. It's been, been a while since I've been to my old stomping grounds in NYC, so I'd love to go back there. I yeah. know. Jo Le I think Levita's coming, so get in the yeah, car. Yeah, she told me earlier that she was coming. So All right. Yeah, I Let's make that happen, Joe. We'll Let's be there. Let's make that happen. 
Um, I will tell the people, I will, I'll tell you after the people that are doing it. Yeah. Um, now this is actually speaking of past players, Cupcake for Lilies, one of your teenage fans, uh, oh. wants to know, what is your perspective on being compared to Steve Moses? Are you flattered to be compared to a winner or not? Uh, it's good and it's bad. I knew coming into the house that people, if there were a lot of super fans in there, they were going to look at somebody like me from the outside and be like, that's a Steve, that's an Ian, and those people have won. So that was my biggest fear going in was that people were going to see me as those types of people. I uh, can see from the outside how people could see that, but at the same time, I feel like I made a much better effort in the house to try to connect with people socially than Steve did and I think I'm uh, a little more sociable and more personable than Steve did. Steve has me, Steve and Ian both have me beat on uh, competitions a little bit but uh, it's uh, it's disappointing but it's something that I expected coming in that people were going to make those kind of comparisons. <laughs> uh, Bruno's thumb in the chat room says, hey Joel, will you call me maybe? <laughs> But I also, she also has a real question for you, and it's, sure. um, what are, what's next for you uh, now that the game is over? You know, a lot of, like, Levita's doing um, her cosmetic stuff, and, like, other people are going to go hold themselves out. But what are you doing, Joel? What are you doing now that the season's over? Well, I'm taking some time to just, like... To myself and to spend time with my family and and stuff like that but I'm also hoping to make a bunch of appearances in Edmonton and uh, make some money while I'm kind of a big deal for the time being because uh, as 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 great as it is now being stopped by the fans it's not something that's going to last forever so I'm definitely going to do my best to uh, you know make make some club appearances and give back to the fans who supported me throughout this journey well, you are doing that right now, too, Joel. Right. And they uh, are hundreds of people in here are uh, so appreciative that you're here. Okay, let me ask you this. Are you a Survivor fan? Huge Survivor fan. I, yeah. Okay, Little Big I've Red. This, this, I've missed most of the season, but this season, but I know all the other seasons inside and out. Oh, you shouldn't have said that. Now the anti-Joel Sorry. fans are going to are gonna tweet okay. you. They're going to spoil it for you on purpose. That's but right. I knew one already, so okay. I that, so it's good. Well, I, I was just blown away from the great comment by Little Big Red in the chat room who says, Joel, there's a really cute survivor by you named Aubrey. Wink, wink. I would <laughs> love an Aubrey and Joel relationship. Okay. I honestly, I haven't, I've only watched like the first four or five episodes of the season so far. So she hasn't gotten all that much of an end. She's on the Brains Tribe, I believe, and was part of that blind side, I think, second or third week when Peter's closest ally went home. So I, I'll need to get to know her a little better before we see what's going on. Well, thanks for the setup, Joel. Hey, if you want to watch them back or just hear about them quicker, go to yourrealityrecaps.com slash Survivor <laughs> and watch our weekly Survivor recaps. Um, she was robbed, but we're not even... This is about Joel and BB Can 4. Let's not get me angry again. I could have uh, been robbed, too, in a few senses. Oh, then, yes. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. It has been a month of good gamers, good players, taking the back seat to bitter 
juries and whatnot. All right, let me ask you this. Uh, Mitchell's Moffat, not to be confused with the actual Mitchell, uh, would like to know, uh, Joel, who do you think are the two most deserving winners uh, from the jury? So I guess if you had to pick, yeah, who do you think are the two most deserving winners from the jury? So if you had to pick two winners from the jury. I guess you can pick yourself. <laughs> okay, well, if I can't pick myself, I obviously, I I would say the two biggest people that, sorry, that's my text message. Going okay, well, I guess you do love Survivor. You're not I lying. do love Survivor. There we go. There's the proof. Uh, the Aubrey? Two most des- yeah, no, the two most deserving from our jury was uh, Mitch for sure. Mitch is somebody who uh, played pretty flawlessly and was in a great position before a twist kind of like screwed him over a little bit. And uh, the next one was probably Cassandra because Cassandra was somebody who definitely made a lot of waves early on in the house, was not great in competitions, but she's somebody who, to her credit, was always able to get herself out of so many situations. And I know I made an alliance with her early on in the game, but I didn't actually legitimately think it was going to last as long as it did just because I knew how abrasive Cassandra could be just with her personality. And to her credit, she was able to make a lot of enemies, but turn them into friends just as fast. That's why we, that is the exact two people we would have picked, Joel. Um, Question from, uh, all right, let's go with a lot of this deserve. I hate the who deserves to win. I always say whoever wins deserves to win. And then I watched last night's Survivor, and now it's ruined my whole theory in my head. But (laughs) uh, do you think... Do you think Miss Bangs XO wants to know? Do you think that Kelsey uh, should have won over the brothers? Uh, honestly, that was most people's fear on the jury was that it was going to come down to those two, and we honestly were really torn as to who really deserved it more. Uh, because both of them, sure, there's a lot of luck involved in this game, but I don't think either of them made a lot of decisions that um, were the right decisions. They just happened to be with a couple of breaks here and there that they got to stay in the house. Uh, For me, what it came down to was the brothers showed much more... uh, were much stronger in competitions and were able to save themselves that way. And uh, the brothers, while I wasn't a huge fan of their gameplay, they were somehow able to stay off of people's radar for a long time. They were only nominated one time. And Kelsey clearly made some mistakes and didn't make the right connections because she was a target from week one of the house. And I never really saw her at any point in the game make decisions for herself and campaign for herself when she was up on the block. She was always having... Uh, from my standpoint in the house, she always had people like Jared doing the campaigning for her. I don't think she uh, did a lot for herself to uh, to to get to where she is. She was always, I think, playing for other people or having other people work for her from my standpoint. Right. Um, I think a lot of... I. Well, I'm no, I'm not going to speak for the fan, but yeah, I would say yes. That's kind of how it came off uh, to me as well. Uh, Giselle says, "Question: You made a statement um, that the brothers were the luckiest winners of Big Brother during your vote. If the final two were Tim and Cassandra, who would you have given the win to?" 
That would have been a really hard one, but I would have given it to Cassandra because Cassandra, I felt on a social and strategic level, was extremely strong. She had stayed from week one all the way to the end of the game, did not have immunity at any point. So uh, that would have played a factor in it as well. And Cassandra, like I said before, always was able to flip things around and make, she made a lot of waves. So she clearly made some mistakes on that standpoint, but she always was able to get herself out of sticky situations. And me and she was loyal to me. And I still believe that if it had come down to a final three situation where she could have picked anybody, I still think she would have taken me. So I would have respected her from that standpoint as well. Interesting. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think I want to believe most people would have picked Cassandra in a Tim and Cassandra final too. Um, Shelly T wants to know, was Levita ever an option to come back into the house or was it always Kelsey? It, it, I'll tell you it, um, the way they made it seem on the show was as if the deliberation happened like super quickly and it came decision really quickly. But the rumors were, no, it took a super long time. Um, it wasn't, I mean, it would have taken a lot longer had Dallas stayed in the house that week because Dallas is somebody who is not afraid to stick his neck out and Dallas is not afraid to say what is on his mind all the time and that's kind of what made him a target throughout the game. Um, so from my standpoint, I didn't want, I knew LaVita had my back, but at the same time, I left on very good terms with Kelsey that I didn't think it was necessarily a detriment to me for Kelsey to come back in the house. And my fear was obviously speaking up at that point when so many other people were adamant about let's keep Kelsey in the house was if I pipe up in that situation, people might be looking at me a little differently. And at the same time, everybody in the house saw that LaVita was always clinging to me for um, support. So people were painting me and LaVita as a pair in the house. So if the wrong person happened to get HOH, I could be put up on the block merely by association with LaVita. And if LaVita takes herself off the block, who knows? Maybe I become a target in that point because they want to get rid of a pair. So that's right. the way I saw that situation. Got it. Okay, now, Joel. Sometimes I say I have to ask a serious question and it's something funny, like, what's your favorite color? But now I have a serious question, and don't worry. It's just me, you, and hundreds of people watching. <laughs> Joel. Con for Peace, and a lot of other people, I don't even know if anybody has filled you in on the speculation, uh -oh. that was hashtag CigaretteGate. Oh god, okay, yeah, Joel, I've been talking about this a lot. did hey, you pee on a cigarette? <laughs> I did not pee on a cigarette. Darn okay, it. this is, yes, <laughs> I'm sorry. Joel, will you pee on a cigarette? No, go ahead. Um, if the price is right, we'll see, no, <laughs> I'm just, go ahead. no, okay. Um, so cigarette gate. Mm -hmm. So here is, I knew I was not in a very good position the night before. I think it was like two or three in the morning at that point. And I said to myself, is there anything th that I can do? Can I throw a Hail Mary here to try to flip things around with Nick and Phil and with Kelsey and Tim and have them want to keep me over Cassandra? Because I legitimately at that point thought that I was dead bad walking. So I had thought of an idea in my head to take the cigarettes from Kelsey to plant them into Cassandra's bag. And at that point, there were a lot of people who had said Cassandra was a little bit of a klepto. So perhaps it was something that a story that they could have bought. Kelsey sees 
cigarettes in Cassandra's bag. And uh, maybe that could have saved me because I knew Cassandra was somebody, or uh, Kelsey, excuse me, was somebody who was very emotional and might have used something like that and just flipped the script. But at the same time, Kelsey was so adamant about uh, getting me out at that point. And I knew from my campaign that she uh, saw me as somebody who was playing both sides and being more deceptive than people thought that. So I felt at that point she would have probably just assumed that I had planted the cigarettes. So um, I took them. I think I did go to the bathroom with them at one point. I didn't pee on them. I went to the bathroom just because I knew Nick and Phil were people who were always monitoring what was going on. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, if they come out of, if they wake up or are listening into this, where do they think I'm going? Are, am I going downstairs to take something? So I went to the bathroom so that they might assume like, okay, Joel's just has to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. And then I didn't actually have to. I went to the bathroom, pretended to flush the toilet. So they're like, okay, I heard a toilet flush. So that's uh, Joel going to the bathroom and then going back. And then that's when I thought better of just putting the cigarettes back. I don't know. Does that make sense? Does that that does, no, no, it does. I knew that that was your answer, but I was seeing a lot of people in the chat room seem to have not heard you kind of explain that before. So I want you to explain it again. Here's another great, or I think interesting question from uh, XOXO Feedsters over on Twitter. It says, Joel, if Cassandra had gone out in the final five instead of you, who was who would have then been your ideal final two? My ideal final two at that point would have been Nick and Phil. Not only did uh, me and Nick and Phil have a really good thing going early on in the game, I was hoping that they could look past um, the last couple of weeks, and I knew at that point that Kelsey was not interested in taking me to final two because I had talked to her on a number of occasions and been like, who do you want to take to the end? And she wasn't giving me any sort of a specific answer. She was kind of... Uh, being wishy-washy and dodging around it, so I knew my I knew while I could have beaten Kelsey that um, I felt I had just as good a shot against Nick and Phil as I did with Kelsey, and my chances of getting to the end with these competition people were better if I could patch things up with them. Perfect. Okay. Um, another question. Actually, hold on one second. We're waiting on your other question. We the. You had, uh, this is special for the people. It crashed the chat room. There were so many people that are oh, watching shucks. But we're back. Hello. We're back. We are back. back. We are back in the chat room. And Don't worry. And oh boy, you guys are going to have to watch the show back to find <laughs> out what happened right there. Oh, you missed right. it. Oh, <laughs> well, you're never going to know. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, where were we? Okay. Uh, how long? Oh no, you can't answer that. We you know you can't answer 70 it. days uh, <laughs> don't worry i won't ask you you know <laughs> uh but kind of close um sherry blackberry says joel do you think if you had played a more aggressive game you would have made it further or not uh i don't think i don't think really because i think had I played a more aggressive game, people were looking at me already from the very beginning as this smart, genius type person. So if I was going out guns blazing, then people might have been just like, oh my god, this guy is so dangerous. So uh, I think I played it the way I needed to play it. I, had, I knew I had to stay under the radar and people needed to see me as somebody who was a little bit weaker and who... Uh, 
they could pick off at any point and who and I wanted people to see that there were bigger fish fish to fry and if I had come out more aggressively and starting to make alliances left and right with people that probably would not have gone as well for me interesting um okay I don't know if this is a joke or I'm missing it but New Jersey girl wants to know are you more a fan of the big spoon or the little spoon did I miss that this is a joke that I missed somehow uh, I think it's a joke that I'm missing somehow. Oh, I think it, it's is. some sort of, a, I think it's a Jared and Kelsey, um, thing when they first got into the house and they were like instantly pretty much in a show match within like five minutes or so. Uh, there, I think in one of the early episodes, there was something about Big Spoon and Little Spoon and them cuddling. XOXO Feedsters, fill me in, fill me in XOXO it's, Feedsters, which, it's, go ahead. Something. Some to do with with Jared and Kelsey, I'm pretty sure, and them just like cuddling in the bed, or him just like do massage massaging her with a bra off in front of everybody. I got it. And so New Jersey, you are correct. And okay. thank you, chat room. And apparently, yes. New Jersey girl wants to know if you want to be the big spoon or the little spoon with her. Uh, can I vote none of the above for <gasps> either of those? I'm kind of not really. I don't. I don't know, Kelsey's a cute girl and all, but Kelsey flirted with a lot of people in there. No, no, so, Joel. New Jersey no, no. girl in the chat room wants oh. to know if you'll spoon with her. Okay. Yes, yeah. just saying. That's a good answer, Why not? Joel. I'm single, ready to mingle. I don't have any appointments. <laughs> yeah. Sure. There you okay. go. Well, I'm, well, I'm not going to say anything personal. About, I know <laughs> okay. things about Jersey. No, no, I know things about Jersey girl that I could tell you, but mm, might not be appropriate. Um, but sure. it's a good choice. It's a good choice. Go with her. Um, Tang Lang has an interesting question. Uh, during the big fight with the brothers and Cass and Tim, you kind of weren't really around for it. Did you hear the fighting and you were purposely trying to stay out of it? You are. Yes, 100%. I could hear, it was hard not to hear it. Uh, I was literally upstairs in my room the whole time and just being like, oh God, things are getting really, really crazy in here. There's only been like one or two moments where I've been like kind of scared for my life. One of them was when Dallas admitted in week two that he'd cast that fourth vote against Kelsey and then things kind of exploded between him and Ramsey, which was probably seen on the live feeds. So there was that moment and then that moment when uh Cass was calling out Tim Cass was calling out uh, Nick and Phil for being like we should put up Kelsey and we should reunite the middle group which was true but uh Phil whenever Phil feels really really threatened that is kind of his attitude towards things as he gets very adamant and pissed off and starts yelling and screaming that's that's how he deals with situations like that where he feels he's being backed up or called out so, I mean, are you, you don't have to answer this if you don't want, are you happy with a brother's win? Uh, I am happier with a brother's win than I am with a Kelsey win. Because Kelsey, like I said, I never felt Kelsey played for herself at the same time. Kelsey was very irrational, I feel, in the house and had one idea in her mind and was like refused to ever listen to anybody else. And I think that's a mistake in this game. Even as early as week two when Jared was head of household and Levita was making perfectly good reasons for why she shouldn't go up on the block, Kelsey was just like, no, you did this, you did this, and you did this, you're going up, without even like hear hearing her out. So 
from that standpoint, Kelsey never really saw the game in a logical point of from a logical point of view. Mm-hmm. And Kelsey, I feel, is there or got really far in the game by riding other people's coattails, in my opinion. Um, she That's has, just me. Uh, she hasn't confirmed yet, so I'm not gonna totally agree. Um, RJ, <laughs> uh, RJ Mitchell wants to know. Then why did they not? Why did not they? Why did you all not vote her right back out that door? Uh, you mean when we were deliberating between uh, Kelsey and Lavita? No, like when she came back into the house, why did you guys not think she was outside of this game? She had a break from it. We should turn around and put her right back out. Like in BB uh, US seasons, as I'm sure you know, they're lucky if they last that week or yep, maybe true. two weeks. But, you know, Kelsey made it to final two. Do you, is there anything that we don't really understand as to why you guys didn't get her right back out just because she was working with you and was a number. She was uh, working with, uh, with us was a number at that point. And at the same point, they're just the, the wrong people for a while got the, got the head of households. I think Raul was the first one that got head of household right after Kelsey came back into the house. So at that point it was like, there was, there was no way any of those big three were going out of the house um, I guess at uh, final, the the week after that, when it was Maddie and Jared was the target, Jared took himself off the block, that could have been a moment to get Kelsey out of the house, but uh, Raul at that point had shown that he was much uh, a much bigger competitive threat than Kelsey was, and uh, yeah, I guess maybe that could be a point where we, we just said, you know what, Kelsey is... Uh, n- Kelsey is a bigger threat than than we assumed she was and could have gotten her out then. But in that moment, for me, I said, okay, Raul uh, is somebody who holds things very personally. He knows that I put him up. He knows that I went after him. So how is he ever going to trust me again? So from my standpoint, I knew he could win competitions and I knew that he was somebody who uh, might potentially go after me again in the future. Right. Here, here's a fun question from Rosie P. She wants to know, Joel, did you take anything from the house? And if so, what? I took a few things from the house as keepsakes. I took the wedding cake from me and Nikki's incredibly awkward wedding. I took the top of the cake, the bride and the groom. And I also took uh, one of the red balls when me and Mitch won that locked lips competition. Now, let me ask you this, Joel. In the house, it seemed like there was a red deodorant and a blue deodorant that had stickers that said deodorant. Mm-hmm. Do you know the ones I'm talking of? I know the red one. The blue one, I don't recall. I know I came in with a couple of deodorants that I had to have the brand names covered and everything like that because we're not allowed to have any of that in the house. So, Did <laughs> you use a red or a blue deodorant? I used a I used my own deodorant for the first month and a half or so of the game as far as I know and then I used a red deodorant after that to my knowledge. Well, Joel, <laughs> well, allegedly one Miss Jana might have stolen, I mean, borrowed a red deodorant and a blue deodorant from the bathroom. So if you're, if you're missing a deodorant, allegedly Dana might have them. 
Well, Dana, I've got my eye on you, whoever you are. I'll punch you down. <laughs> um, uh, Tang Lang, oh, nope. Uh, Lori R wants to know, and we got this question from a ton of people. Um, did your acting background help you or maybe hurt you in the house? I think it helped me more than anything. I There was definitely points in the game where I was trying to play up that I'm uh, really broken up and upset with things. I think it. I think I am an emotional person and sometimes uh, can show a lot of vulnerability, which is just who I am. But at the same point, there were points, particularly when I was in power and head of household, where I played it up a little bit that I um, was nervous and hated to make the move that I did. And I think people maybe they had that in their mind beforehand, people like Kelsey, Jared, and Raul, but um, I think definitely it helped uh, me get out of that week that they were like, oh, Joel, sweet Joel couldn't possibly make a big move like this on his own, that it was other people just like influencing him in that vote, which uh, is fine because you're only head of household for a certain amount of time and then you're vulnerable just like everybody else. So um, I think I think that helped me... Uh, get out of that week pretty much with zero blood on my hands and there's definitely lots of other points in the game where I played up the fact that I'm so frustrated with how I'm doing in competitions and so upset at myself that I think people looked at that and and were like well Joel's such an emotional person and can't get it together in comps that why what's the point of getting rid of him as opposed to some other people who were definitely playing really really hard and showed that they had a good head on their shoulders. It's true. I think, I mean, I could totally see why being an actor would be good. It, I think it made some fans kind of in the beginning when you were sharing more of your personal stories, uh, like about the struggles that you've had with stuff, then I think it in a little bit made people wonder like, well, is he acting when he's saying that? Is that real? But they did clear that up in the DR. And um, I also have to say, we got a ton of comments from people who will kill me if I don't tell you what a big inspiration uh, you were for people that have gone through, you know, things like what you have gone through. Yeah, that, that means a lot, honestly. it's uh, it's It was a good message that I felt comfortable after about a week or two to share in the house, and the amount of love and support I've gotten since that is pretty overwhelming, and I'm hoping that that can help other people who may be going through some of that stuff. You have a platform, Joel. You ha- you can use that. You should start a YouTube channel about <laughs> something. Or come on you now. If you want to come on you now, I'll get you right on. Um, okay. Giselle wants to know, and oh my goodness, there was like five other people asked this too. Did your opinions change of any of the house guests now that you're watching some of the show back or in your own interactions with them since the season has ended? Uh, I haven't seen enough yet to know about people like Tim and Cassandra. I'm being told that they said a lot of stuff about me, uh, whether it's on the live feeds or on the show. So I'm definitely going to look back on that and make a judgment call for myself, whether I felt like, the, what they had said about me was personal or whether it was for strategic purposes. Um, 
other than that, I thought Shari was, I thought me and Shari were really, really tight from the very beginning of this game. She's the one who started complimenting me about my bow tie, like, as soon as I walked into the house and thought I was really cool. And so I was a little bit surprised to hear um, how much on Shari's radar I was and that she felt like I was just this person that uh, creeped her out and that she, if she would have been head of household and I didn't have that safety, she might have potentially gone after me at that point. So, mm-hmm. uh that thus far in the episodes that I've watched, uh, Shari has surprised me the most because she's one of the first people that came up to me and offered an alliance. That being said, it was after I had one safety for the week and she couldn't come after me. But uh, that's the most surprising right now. And from what people are telling me, there was a lot of stuff that Tim and Cassandra said about me. So I will wait and see when I watch all the shows what I think about that. Well, let me say this, Joel. Um, while we... We've been doing this a long time. I we've five plus years now of seeing people. So I yep. here's my advice for what it's worth. A sure. fans will look for any reason to um say things to you, and sometimes they might have a a personal agenda. And I kind of think a lot of things that people say in that game are the stress of what's going on in that game. And even if you are people that hate each other in that game, like a Alyssa and an Amanda, Mm -hmm. you can totally be good friends after. So I have a feeling about the things that you heard. They probably, uh, I didn't see it, but I would just say, I don't think you should close the door on them as as people outside of the house, but that's on you. Yeah. Just know that. And, I totally understand, too. I'm sure there's stuff that I said about other people in the house, too, that uh, you get caught up in, in in the game a lot of times, and you say stuff that is not for strategic purposes, but you say stuff right. just out of frustration. So right. I'm sure, if anything, it's probably that. Let me ask you this, because you are a fan of Big Brother Canada and Big Brother uh, US. Yep. This is a serious question. Serious. Who... Are you more a fan of Marcia the Moose or Giselle the Giraffe? Giselle the Giraffe. Who is? Remind me who Giselle the Giraffe. Giselle the Giraffe, as well as being a super annoying person sometimes, is also the inflatable draft that was present (laughs) all season uh, on Big Brother uh, 17 last year. Giselle the Draft was everywhere. Also a Twitter personality now, like Marsha the Moose. Uh, I'm going to go with Marsha the Moose, just because Marsha the Moose uh, helped me get a lot of action from a lot of of really, not action action, but like go on dates and uh, some of the spin the bottles and things like that. And I feel the wheels started to go in motion when Marsha the Moose told me I had to go on a date with one of the girls in the house. So uh, I'll say Marsha the Moose. She, She was a really sweet girl and hooked me up. I do like a Marsh of the Moose, but I also fear for my life, and I cannot turn my back on fellow American animal. Giselle. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. I wish Marsha would have let me elaborate on my marriage vows a little bit more to Nikki, because I definitely had a lot more to say in my vows, and she just cut me off and was like, just wrap it up, Joel. Well, don't wrap it up. That. Don't wrap it up, Joel, now. It's me filling in for Marsha the Moose. What else did you want to say? <laughs> Just, just that, that I wish she would have like let me say 
some some more stuff to Nikki. I can't remember in this moment exactly what I was going to say because it was such a long time ago. But does uh, this yeah. help? Joe, Joe, have vodka, have vodka and chocolate. Joe, what do you want to say to me? Now that's the like the worst rail meets. I don't know. Were you supposed to be Nikki there or Marsha? I was go. Well, that that's. Are you saying I look like a moose? <laughs> it's, it's gay engineer right now. Um, no. Uh, Debbie M uh, wants to know who would you have left so that Cassandra could stay? If or was that just acting? Oh, you mean when I was talking about leaving? No, right. that was honestly that was not acting. That was me in the heat of the moment after that competition. I felt. I had so much pressure on my shoulders to win that because that was the only, the only way for sure that we were all going to stay intact. So that was uh, me just like feeling like crap. And then after being called out by uh, Tim and then uh, Tim being so mad at me and Tim and Cassandra both calling me out at, at the veto speech, I was just in a moment of weakness, I just was like, okay, how do I make this better? Because I legitimately saw those people as friends, but also people that had my back throughout the game. So I was like, how do I make this right? So in a moment of just not thinking straight, I said, well, what if I do this? Will you guys hate me if I, will you guys still be mad at me? Maybe I can do this and you guys won't hate me. But yeah. I definitely like was talked myself down from the ledge on a few occasions at that point. But it was just kind of a knee-jerk thing where I was just like, well, if you guys hate me so much, then why don't I just do this? Right. That completely makes sense. I want to remind everybody that we're going to start wrapping it up, So, but you still have time to become Jill's number one fan on this show and win his autograph, but we are going to yeah. start wrapping it up. Um, here is a uh, interesting question. Rosie wants to know... <laughs> What was your reaction to finding out what a huge YouTuber slash kind of social media mogul Mitch was? I mean, I knew from the very beginning right when I met Mitch that Mitch was an incredibly smart and savvy person and he had to be something more than just a video editor. I didn't know to the extent that Mitch was popular. I didn't know that he was like an award-winning author, but... Uh, it, I, I knew there was more to Mitch early on in the game than he let on. But at the same time, I was kind of playing the same way. I didn't want people to know that I was an on-air personality at that uh, mm -hmm. early on in the game because I know, just like Mitch knows, that when you are uh, painted as somebody who is known by a lot of people, that uh, that could potentially paint a target on your back and people would be like, well, what is this person going around? Why does this person need to be here at that point? And Nick and Phil and Jared and others were talking all the time in the game about how they wanted somebody who needed the money. So I feel even better that I lied about what I did when I went into the house, just like Mitch did. So Mitch, uh, I wasn't 100% shocked that he is what, what I know he is now. Well, this is a very interesting question from uh, at Reality Recaps wants to know, Joel, can you please let Mitch know that there is another in a relationship with someone for nine years who's a video editor and does YouTube shows that would like to have him on the show? Mitch? Uh-oh. Is it Greg? Is it Mitch's partner? No, it's me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I cannot 
get a hold of Mitch after the first day. <laughs> I got him, and now he's dropped off the face of the world. Um, no, and I'm totally kidding about it. Uh, so many questions. You don't have to get uh, into depth with it. I'm sure you might even be sick of answering them, but I know there's so many people that keep an- asking them, what was your favorite competition? Favorite competition, hands down, was the Locked Lips one, the one that me and Mitch won. <laughs> Not only because we like crushed some people who were really, really big physical competitors, like Dallas, like Jared and such, who were probably perceived as that, but that was, when you looked on paper at us, we were probably the most unlikely people because of the height difference between the two of us to win that competition, and we're two people that aren't seen as really physically fit people. So for us to crush that competition and for no and for us to even like elaborately plan out who was going to win ahead of household to the point where we uh, I don't know if it showed it on the show or not, but we had uh, planned out when we knew it was going to be us winning. We had planned out that I was going to win the head of household, but we planned it out so everybody would think it would be a fair, just right. random luck thing. So we planned out that we were going to rock, paper, scissors it, and that I was going to pick rock and Mitch was going to pick scissors. And everybody legitimately, until Ad we'd left the house, was like, uh, oh, well, it was just a fair thing that they didn't. It was just crazy luck that you all won it. But it wasn't. We actually like elaborately planned that out. They did show us that. They did okay. show that you uh, guys planned cool. that out. I am sick and twisted wants to know, uh, were... So am I. Yeah. <laughs> what was your reaction to hearing that Prince died when you were in the house? I was shocked. I mean, I there was it was nice on one hand to be like, okay, we have outside information as to what went on in the house, but... Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not a die, I wasn't a diehard Prince fan or anything like that, but yeah, it's always, it's always a little, uh, a little shocking when you hear things like that. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. As a super fan, we're getting a ton of this. I, from so many people too, were you happy to see, um, Tim and Nikki come into the house? Would you have preferred that it was Jace or whatever her name is? Okay, well, I'm a BB super fan, but I do not follow the uh, European or the Australian version. So I will say the only person that I knew of when they had showed everybody on the screen was Jace. And I was thrilled that Jace was not on the show because Jace, I knew from All Stars and from Big Brother uh, 5 that he was somebody who probably would not have wanted to work with me and probably would have wanted me out early on because me and him don't really uh, didn't really mesh in any sort of way. His personality was to like buddy up with the bros and he always at least to how he was perceived in uh, Big Brother 5, he was sort of the narcissistic one that thought he was the rock star and the cool guy. So uh, he I don't think he would have wanted to work with me at all during the game. I don't think you would have had to worry is all I'm saying. <laughs> Well, I think he definitely would have been a target because more people knew him. But at the same time, he was the only person who came in knowing the game of Big Brother, the the Big Brother Canada version more than anybody else because he played pretty much the same version because it's still nominate people, put two people up, veto and all that other stuff. So he came in with a bit of advantage at that point. But at the same time, he uh, I don't think he would have... I don't think he would have ever wanted to work with me in the game. I think he needs to go to Botched instead. I don't <laughs> think you would have had anything to worry about. Uh, I think you could have, like, flicked him and his face would have exploded. I don't know what has happened to Jace, my first Big Brother crush ever. But 
It is. I heard he like lives in the woods or something like that now, and that's why he wanted to come back on this to try to like at least get some money to be on for an episode or two, and he would have gotten a, maybe a little bit of money. Who knows? Or yeah, I don't know <laughs> what it is, but he's definitely changed a lot from when he was on Big Brother from the last time. Unless they have like uh, plastic surgeons and Botox in the <laughs> woods, I don't think he's living in the woods. Uh, okay, so last, uh, or we'll take two more questions. As a super fan, uh, what has been your favorite Big Brother twist, either from Canada or from the United States? And have you ever thought about a twist that you would love to be implemented? Oh, wow. That's hard because there's some twists that have, like, completely flipped the game that I felt were, like, unfair. Like, for example, the coup d'etat when Jeff had it in season 11. There was all those twists last season, which really, like, threw a wrench in a lot of people's plans who were positioned so well to uh, win the game. Um I'll say just because um, I'm a huge fan of him, the America's Player thing from the from all the way back in season number eight was a cool twist, and it's something that Eric, to his credit, was able to, even though he probably wouldn't have made all the moves that he did and he would have ev- evicted different people, right. that was a cool twist to have somebody uh, do America's bidding for them. Uh, but at the same time, Eric was somebody who was so good with uh, talking and campaigning to people that he was somehow able to make it to Final Five, even though he had other people in control of him. So he did an impressive <sighs> job, and that was a cool, a cool twist, and it made for a very entertaining season. It did. Um, BB Boston, I see a few other people want to know, and and all of us Americans need to know this, <laughs> Joel. I, I, well, I'll tell you what everyone thought of this in a minute, but. Hey. Battle of the Block, fan, uh, not perfect answer, Joel. You don't even yeah. need to go any further. Just yeah. Cool to experiment with it and nice to have competitions that where there's something at stake, whereas like food competitions and things like that, sure, you nobody wants to be on slot, but how hard are you going to fight in competitions like that when you know your life is not on the line? It's like reward challenge, immunity challenge in Survivor kind of thing. Reward challenges are not as exciting as when you have the immunities when people need to fight tooth and nail kind of thing. But at the same time, yeah, I was I, it was cool to experiment for a few weeks, but they had it on for way too long. Well, I don't know if you heard, but okay. the rumor... Well, I think if I had a crystal ball, I would say Battle of the Block is gone. But mm-hmm. the new rumor is, this season of Big Brother, uh, the Power of Veto winner will be the person who gets to choose the replacement nominee instead of the HOH. Ugh, that would be a disgrace to the game. I honestly, like, the head of household is there for a reason. I don't, I don't know. That, that seems, it seems a little too unfair, in my opinion. This is where people are going to hate me, Joel. I totally disagree. I would love it because I'm so sick of when one group is in power for like six weeks and nothing Mm -hmm. ever changes and we just like knock out a whole side of the house. I think maybe it would stop people from throwing competitions, which is annoying to watch too, and can balance the power a little bit. You're going to have to try if you want to help your HOH friend. But that's just... My flip side of it. Okay, Joel, Nolan, the Nolan twins. Is it true you're a huge fan of the Nolan twins? 
Oh my God, they're like my favorite of all time. I didn't like them just like they didn't like Austin, and now I like them just like she suddenly loved Austin. No, I don't. I mean, I don't know. They're cute and all, but um, I wasn't a huge fan of their gameplay and their personality. Kind of like I'm sure they're they're cool people in real life, but their their personality and their voices kind of uh, got on my nerves a little bit throughout the show. Okay, <laughs> I'll well. be honest. Two things. Number one, yep. now the signed autograph for you is awkward. And number <laughs> t- and number two, they are really amazing. Like, uh, they are amazing people in real life. They are super down to earth and funny and open. And I think you will love them, especially if you come to the New York premiere party uh, where they are. But Joel, where there will yes. be. I... Can't tell you how many people are in this chat room. You actually crashed the chat room. Uh, you <laughs> you have so many fans, Joel. You inspired so many people between your personal stories. Um, uh, you know, like with your brother, like with the Tourette. Like, you have inspired so many people. So many fans are here. So many people love you. What do you want to say to all of them now? The floor is yours. Uh, to everybody who supported me throughout this entire journey, thank you so much. It's unbelievably overwhelming to hear all the great uh, press that I got throughout this experience and all the... Uh, all the nice things that past Big Brother players have said about me and uh, fans have said about me, both on a personal level, on how I conducted myself in there under very stressful situations, but also uh, my gameplay, which I wasn't sure how people were going to perceive it as, if they were going to see me as somebody who was a floater, who was uh, sort of lying in the weeds and hiding behind things. So I was, I've been pleasantly surprised and very, very... Uh, grateful for the amount of support I've gotten for my game and for the person that I am and just thank you so much to everybody for doing that and uh, yeah I will say, Joel, people are saying that they hope that you will come back. And I didn't even think of this. I hope you'll come back and talk some BB18 uh, with to. us when BB is on. Joel, tell the people where they can follow you on social media. And everything that Joel says will be below this video, all the links. But where can they follow you on social media, Joel? On social media, you can follow me on Twitter at, at JoelBBCan, and you can follow me on Facebook as well, uh, JoelBigBrotherCanada4. And yeah, I will definitely keep you guys updated as to any appearances or anything that is going on in my life. So thanks so much and stay tuned and we will put the links to any appearances same thing uh, under this video if you guys are watching it back just to remind you guys uh, tomorrow at 7pm Eastern we are live with Rail on Sunday we are live live with the winners the Pax Brothers on Sunday and on Monday we are live with Cassandra and hopefully Joel is going to get us Mitch. If you guys want to help support our shows, go to yourrealityrecaps.com slash patron, and you can watch all of our past shows. Even our phone interview uh, that Joel did with Dana is all at yourrealityrecaps.com slash bbcan. Thank you so much, guys. We will see you all later. Follow Joel on Twitter, and I'm sure he'll be back. Bye, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Toodles. Bye.